614, Series 6, Episode 14, Arkham, Arkham, and the Devil Came to Arkham, a Brian Craft book, Part 2 of our Brian Craft Arkham Detective Review. PGTTCM is brought to you by BunnySlippers.com and FoundItemClothing.com. Look cool and keep warm this winter. Strap some Cthulhu slippers to your feet and wear a cool shirt from your favorite cult films. BunnySlippers.com and FoundItemClothing.com. Greetings, listeners. It is I, D.B. Spitzer. Once again, we head down those lightless stone staircase in the middle of the dark woods. Hoobada doobada. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos starts now. Bwahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahah
In the, in the 1880s, its newspaper was called the Arkham Gazette. Arkham's most notable... Arkham's most notable characteristics are its gambrel roofs and the dark legends that have surrounded the city for centuries. Side note, gambrel roofs are what a barn looks like, yep. just to give us a bit of, like, more of a visual. So what we're talking about is a city made out of barns. Well, not barns, but colonial houses. Colonial houses that look like barns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, those... With widow walks on the top. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking New England houses. Yeah, but not a salt box. No, 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 no. no. Not, a gam- like, gambrel. More, more like if you head out to Nantucket, what you're going to find? Some gambrel roofs. Gambrel roofs, yeah. Yeah, and get up into that large structure, and it's got those, like, cross beams and mm-hmm. stuff to keep it keep the space big. So what we're talking about here is where did all the woods go? Gambrel roofs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The disappearance of children presumably murdered in ritual sacrifices at May Eve and other bad doings are accepted as part of life of the poorer citizens of the city. Accepted by whom? Sorry. <laughs> Too much commentary. No, no, I mean, this is this is Lovecraft. We can <laughs> comment on uh, the uh, white uh, English Protestant types that... Uh, you know, founded Arkham and how they're kind of okay with the Polish and Italian children disappearing because Ugh. witches steal them in the night and use them for sacrifice. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Polish and Italians aren't going to say anything, right? No. No, that's no. not true. <laughs> they're too busy making signs of the cross and muttering things. I'll tell you what. Languages Lovecraft from their didn't, homeland. didn't really have an understanding. <laughs> No. Of either parents or people. No. Or, yeah, no, no, no. Especially not women. Yeah. No. Right? That's why there's so few. Uh, I guess there's that to be said. Like, at least he wasn't trying to, like, write a character all the time that he didn't understand. True. Very true. You know? Yeah. And actually, like, in The Thing in the Doorstep, when there's a woman in the story... Apparently, it wasn't really a woman inside of her body. No. So, it's a man inside of her body, which is probably what... More ways than one. (laughs) Which is probably what all this staring is supposed to be about. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. So... Anyway. What about Arkham? Back to Arkham. Okay. The precise location of Arkham is unspecified, although it is probably near both Innsmouth and Dunwich. However, it may be surmised from Lovecraft's stories that it, it is some distance to the north of Boston, probably in Essex County, Massachusetts. A more recent mapping of Lovecraft country reinforces this suggestion, with Arkham being situated close to the location of Gordon College in Lovecraft's work, this would presumably be replaced by Miskatonic University itself. The real-life model for Arkham seems to be, in fact, Salem, in its, with its reputation for the occult appealing to one who dabbles in weird tales. I saw once that uh, close to where Arkham is is where Beverly, Massachusetts is. Oh, really? But, you know, I, I could be wrong about that. What's going on with Beverly, Massachusetts? Ah, uh, Beverly, Massachusetts. All I really know is it has an art school that I looked at when I was in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe, like, a, a women's uh, college or a nunnery or something like that. Huh. Yeah, that's. I, I just know that it's a college town. Probably why it isn't actually what Arkham is based on. Yeah. It's a women's well, college. Ar- yeah, Arkham <laughs> is... Uh, 
I mean, uh, the college itself is based off of Brown University. Oh. Okay. Arkham Sanatorium appears in the short story The Thing on the Doorstep and may have been inspired by the Danvers State Insane Asylum, a.k.a. Danvers State Hospital, located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Surprise. Danvers State Hospital itself appears in Lovecraft Stories' Pickman's Model and The Shadow over Innsmouth. Hmm. Danvers State Hospital is a very, or was, it has been torn down now, but it was used for several movies and is also for like decades and decades after it was closed down, I think in the 60s, uh-huh. and then more of it was closed down in the 80s, um, you know, when they shut down all the mental institutions in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it has been a long time goal for... Uh, urban spelunkers to go and explore the uh, the remains of the Danvers Institute. Interesting. And it is terrifying looking. It, you can go online and just look up Danvers and just go through just all these like moldering hallways and There's a ancient season. destroyed like psychiatric equipment and uh-huh. notes and just everything just rotting everywhere, graffiti, busted up stuff from, like, teenagers just uh-huh. trashing the place. There's a season of American Horror Story that um, it centers around an insane asylum, and um, there's a whole beginning part where these teenagers are walking through, you know, the abandoned insane asylum, mm-hmm. and then they accidentally go through a door, and then um, one of them loses an arm. Hmm. It gets pretty bloody from there. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I would say that that season was, had its charms. Yeah. I couldn't watch all of it because there was a lot of this, like, specific... I mean, there's often in American Horror Story, like, specific horror to women, body horror, being impregnated, bearing things you don't want to bear, etc., etc. I thought that was kind of the whole theme of American Horror Story. <laughs> I mean, in some seasons it's explored more than others. Okay, I've only seen one season, the first season, that uh, just yeah. seems very, very much like... It's the ghost impregnation. Ghost, yeah. Ghost. Ghost baby, yeah. Anyway, back to Arkham. Back to Arkham. Um, the Elizabeth Arkham Asylum for the crim- Criminally Insane, typically called Arkham Asylum or simply Arkham, is a fictional psychiatric hospital appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Does it really appear in anything besides Batman? Uh, it, it, it appears in, like, okay. So, if there is a mental institution that you have to have a super villain thrown into, it's going to be Arkham. Oh. So, if the Flash has a villain that is going somewhere because they're crazy, crazy. yeah. It like, goes to Arkham. Yeah, Captain Cold is, like, thrown into Arkham. Uh-huh. Flash has an adversary in Arkham. Say Shazam has someone thrown in Arkham. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I, okay. Ar- Ar- Arkham can, like, cross the thing. Like, Lex Luthor will not be thrown into Arkham ever because... He's, he's too a super clever. Genius. He's not... He's, he's not insane. He's not criminally insane. You he's... can't be criminally insane and a genius? No, you can be criminally insane and But just not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is far too proud to be... Uh, he would never let anyone declare him insane. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This makes more sense. Yeah, and I don't think Brainiac would ever end up in Arkham because of the fact that, well, um, he's Brainiac and, and right. alien. 
Well, and like, I mean, the Batman, you know, storyline is a lot more about the exploring the broken mental health of people than other DC comics, which Certainly. is part of why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't feel like that's a big thing that DC wants to talk about. Yeah. It's more of a Marvel thing. Human frailties with superpowers. I don't know. I think it's a theme in comic books all across the board. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, DC Comics, commonly in stories featuring the superhero Batman. Arkham Asylum first appeared in Batman 258 in October of 1974, written by Dennis O'Neill with art by Irv Novak. Arkham Asylum serves as a site psychiatric hospital for the Gotham area, City area housing patients who are criminally insane. Arkham's high-profile patients are often from Batman's rogues gallery such as the Joker, Two-Face, Poison Ivy, the Riddler, the Riddler, Harley Quinn, Clayface, the Mad Hatter, Killer Croc, Mr. Freeze, and the Scarecrow. Side note, Mr. Freeze? Don't they know he went to Freeze? school and got his freeze phd shouldn't he be called dr freeze he should be called dr freeze but i i think they were like oh that sounds stupider though <laughs> mr freeze this goes back to my whole thing about mr fantastic it's like his true superpower is his brain etc anyway yeah you know I didn't who, uh, invent that. My friend Molly came up with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, Fantastic Four has always been kind of a, like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the movies kind of drove it in the ground for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, growing up, it's like, Avengers, Fantastic Four, meh. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, meh. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, no. I was always about uh, X-Factor, X-Men, classic X-Men from the 70s. Love 1970s X-Men with a passion for uh -huh. Claremont. Amazing. And, uh, I really like X-Men, too, but I haven't seen a lot of the 70s stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff from the 70s. You're talking about actual comic books. I'm talking about comic books. Although, uh, X-Men cartoons from the early 80s, like a terrible spinoff of Spider-Man that never really quite happened. Uh-huh. Pretty good stuff. Wolverine has an Australian accent. Ooh! I gotta watch that. Yeah. Or <laughs> Wolverine accidentally had an Australian accent. He had an Australian accent on the... Spider-Man cartoon. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Onward. Onward. Okay, so... Uh, okay. Located in Gotham City, Arkham Asylum is where Batman's foes, who are considered to be mentally ill, are brought as patients. Other foes are incarcerated at Blackgate Penitentiary. Although it has had numerous administrators, recent comic books have featured Jeremiah Arkham, inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft, and in particular, his fictional city of Arkham, Massachusetts. <clears throat> Ever hear of the place? <laughs> Ever hear of the place? <laughs> the asylum was created by Dennis O'Neill and Irv Novak and first appeared in Batman 258, October 1979. Much of its backstory was created by Len Wen during the 1980s. Arkham Asylum has a poor security record and high recidivism rate, at least with regard to the high-profile cases Patients such as the Joker are frequently shown escaping at will, and those who are considered to no longer be mentally unwell and discharged tend to reoffend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Furthermore, s several staff members, including its founder, Dr. Amadeus Arkham, and director, Dr. Jeremiah Arkham, as well as staff members, Dr. Harlan Quinzel, 
Lyle Bolton and in some incarnations Dr. Jonathan Crane and Hugo Strange have become mentally unwell. Don's costumes wreaked havoc, etc. Yep. In addition, in addition, prisoners with unusual medical conditions that prevent them from staying in a regular prison are housed in Arkham. For example, Mr. Freeze is not always depicted as mentally ill, but he requires a strongly refrigerated environment to stay alive. Arkham, with special conditions re required for certain patients or inmates being a regular regularity rather than an exception, is seen by authorities to be an ideal location under certain circumstances. Gotham criminals deemed criminally insane or mentally unfit by the court of law generally are treated at William Williams Medical Center before being deemed dangerous enough to be sent to Arkham Asylum. Here's the thing. Yeah, thing Here's me. The, close down Arkham. Yeah? Set up something. Okay, so if, like, the uh, Justice League is able to have a satellite up in space, uh -huh. why can't they have, like, a mental... Arkham. Yeah, a mental institution for the criminally insane in space. Well, let's be clear. I mean, it's not... It's not because, okay, Arkham isn't um, easy to escape from, and... Uh, and uh, ask the Joker. Wait, wait, no, no, listen. It's not easy to escape from because people are like, you know what, we need to make a secure facility. It's easy to escape from because Gotham is a corrupt city. That's its whole thing. It's a corrupt city. Otherwise, take Batman would just be in Metropolis as well. Take, yeah, no, no, take, take Arkham out of... Uh, Nassau County or whatever county it's supposed to be in not New York and put it in space. Put it... <laughs> put, put, well, like, okay, like <laughs> Dr. Freeze, you know? Mr. Freeze. Uh -huh. Mis yeah, okay, sorry, Mr. Freeze. Uh, if, if he broke out, it's space. He can't, right. He can't breathe in space. If the Joker breaks out, Joker can't fly through space. Joker can't do shit. He's got to figure out a way to, like, take all the staff hostage okay or 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 even which he's done right move 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 uh like create a wing for blackgate for super villains where that can like house mr freeze's like thing because it's like it's not doing any good at arkham it's like those guys just break out like yeah but my point is that maximum security facility people black break out of blackgate too and the point isn't the point isn't that these characters have to be incarcerated forever i mean story-wise yeah i mean you obviously have a good idea for how to solve this problem not really not but this problem isn't what they need to solve yeah it's the underlying societal ills that cause crazy people to want to take over a city and make everybody smile while True. they while they die. True. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so whose ta whose taxes are paying for this? I mean, I don't like. Know. I mean, but Bruce Wayne, uh, well, under I, the I current don't think tax Bruce plan. Wayne's, like subsidizing this at all. He's the one who's causing it by not doing anything about it, really. Well, and like so many of his, um, sorry, so many of Batman's foes are people that he was intimately involved in their story their initial story and then they went crazy yes yeah yes yeah and they didn't get crazy until they met bruce wayne or <laughs> batman. batman well and like one wonders if perhaps the underlying um insanity inside of batman inside of bruce wayne that causes batman is part of what taints the entire experience of gotham yeah, yeah. you know 
like the mugging of Mr. and Mrs. Wayne, which is the origin story for Batman. Really? I know, you haven't seen that, right? No. It's this part with the pearls bouncing. I, I think it was more than a mugging. <laughs> I think it was straight well, up Well, there, there was a mugging and homicide involved. I mean, well, it depends on what you're watching or reading. Yeah. But a lot of... Uh, there's sometimes there's like this obviously you know about this underlying like what was Mr. Wayne doing to help clean up the city yeah but oftentimes it's just they got mugged leaving the theater yep Zora okay <clears throat> back to the story back to the story Arkham in its first appearance is named Arkham Hospital although it is not clear what kind of hospital it is Arkham Asylum first appeared in another O'Neill story the following year, but it was not until 1979, a very special year, that Arkham Asylum completely replaced Arkham Hospital and the occasional Arkham Sanitarium as the institution's name. Also in 1979, the move to have the asylum closer to Gotham had begun. That was completed in 1980 when Batman number 326 by Len Wen described the asylum's location deep in the suburbs of Gotham City. It is perhaps for this reason that Batman number 326 is listed in some histories as the first appearance of Arkham Asylum. It was also when who in 1985 Who's Who number one created its current backstory. The in-comic history of Arkham is even more complex, retconned, confusingly written monster. Arkham Asylum has been demolished or destroyed several times in its history, notably during the events of Batman, The Last Arkham. It is also seriously damaged at the beginning of the Nightfall storyline when Bane uses stolen munitions to blow up the facility and release all the patients. After these events, the asylum is relocated to a large mansion known as Mercy Mansion. At the beginning of the No Man's Land storyline, the asylum is closed down and all its patients discharged. In this instance, a timer was used to open the doors two minutes before the city is sealed. This is orchestrated by the administrator himself, Dr. Jeremiah Arkham, the nephew of Amadeus Arkham, who had the choice of discharging the patients or watching them all starve or kill each other. In the middle of the story, it is revealed that Batman has established a hidden base within the sub-basement of the asylum during the prodigal storyline known as Northwest Batcave. It was also during... It was also blown up by Black Mask during the Battle for the Cowl story arc. In the Battle for the Cowl one, in the Battle for the Cowl one shot, Doctor Arkham wanders among the remains of the asylum as he muses on his life. He reveals that he has discovered blueprints created by his ancestor, the first Doctor Arkham, for a new Arkham Asylum. He also contemplates the fates of his own nonviolent special patients an artist with almost no facial features who must paint who must paint facial expressions onto his almost blank face to express himself a man obsessed obsessed with his own reflection in a series of mirrors in his room and a woman supposedly so ugly one glance at her face would cause anyone to become mentally ill it's pretty lovecraftian upon discovering his special patients unharmed from the destruction thanks to their secluded cells, Arkham resolves to rebuild the facility according to his ancestor's vision, but to serve as a literal asylum for mentally ill patients in order to shelter them from the outside world. However, when told to be happy with the new development, the artist secretly paints his face white with a hideous grin, 
reminiscent of the Joker. It is implied that the special inmates, as well as Arkham himself, have given in to mental illness. In the Arkham Reborn miniseries, Arkham Asylum is rebuilt and financed by Dr. Arkham. But in Batman number 697, Dr. Arkham is revealed to be the new Black Mask and is a patient in his own asylum. It was also revealed during Arkham Reborn that as both Dr. Arkham and Black Mask, he had begun to manipulate patients to, to a plotline that culminated in Detective Comics with Elise Sinner becoming the new head of the facility, but secretly working with Arkham Black Mask. It was also revealed that the special patients were figments of Arkham's imagination. During Batman Eternal, Arkham Asylum is destroyed as part of the villain's assault on Batman, with Bruce Wayne also being declared bankrupt after Wayne Enterprises loses most of its assets following Hush detonating some of Batman's hidden weapons caches around the city. As a result, Wayne Manor is repossessed by the city and turned into the new Arkham Asylum, but Bruce decides to accept the situation on the grounds that he can now keep a closer eye on his foes in the asylum due to his intimate knowledge of the manor's entrances and exits after stealing off the entrance to the Batcave from the manor. So. So. The history. Len Wen didn't come up with all of that on history of Arkham Asylum. So there must be some other history? Uh, of Arkham Asylum? Mm Mm-hmm. There's various bits of history through various bits of books, but no, uh, I I think, like, most of it came up with in, uh, the 80s through various, like, one-shots and graphic novels uh, about Arkham. I've got a few in my room I can get out later, (laughs) I think. I've got some long boxes out in storage that I can Did you get all of this information from your brain or from the internet? I got it from the internet. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I, I've never really collected Batman uh, individual. Uh-huh. I've always collected Batman graphic novels uh-huh. because the uh, weekly, monthly, bi-monthly, whatever, like Detective Comics, uh-huh. uh, it, it's a crapshoot on whether or not it's going to be someone's like, oh, so-and-so wrote in uh, this story arc, and you go, and you're like, mm. like, I have no idea what, because their story arc goes right into in the middle of, like, whatever the hell else is going on, and it's like, oh, this is, you know, it's like, oh, so-and-so, the new police chief, and this, that, and it's like, I, I don't know anything that's going yeah. on in this, and it's, it just makes it, it just makes it difficult. Really difficult to read. So yeah. I tend to go with the, uh, Graphic novels that tend to go with, like, the mythos of Batman. Uh-huh. The Bat mythos. <laughs> and, uh, like, Elseworld stories, like, ooh, Batman during the time of Jack the Ripper. Oh, fine. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight, or the Doom that came to Arkham, Lovecraftian pastiches. Uh, I'm surprised you like Lovecraftian pastiches in your Batman. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I am not surprised. Or like if Batman teams up with Hellboy against like <laughs> Eldritch Horror. Yeah. And, you know, then or teams up with uh, the Demon, uh, a.k.a. Jason Blood. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, but... That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
I, I, I like my Batman very, very occulty. I mean, mostly my experience with Batman has to do with Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, of course, all of the movies yeah. that have come out in the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't say that that's, like, less of a Batman fan than someone who, you know, only buys the comic or someone who's... Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I like Batman a lot. He's my favorite DC superhero, for yeah. sure. But I don't feel like there's anything special about me for liking him. No, no, no. I, I, I think it's kind of dorky. Uh, and yeah, I'll stand by this. I, I used to be like this, but I think it's really dorky to be like, oh, Batman's the only superhero I like, and I only collect Batman stuff. It's like, ah, there's a lot of there's a lot of superheroes out there. You can't be mad if you know someone else collects Wolverine or Batman stuff. Right. Well, I mean, to each their own. Just exactly. because I like something doesn't mean you have to. But at the same time, like, I like Batman because he's an illustration of human weakness. <laughs> but he also works really hard to overcome it. I mean, he's the... Well, he's not the only one. But he's a gadget-based superhero, which means he doesn't have superpowers innately. Yeah. He's only, like, strong and fast and... Yeah clever because he is those things and he works at them yes you know he doesn't have like super speed he doesn't have super strength he's not stronger than any other person who trained as much as he does no but it is ridiculous how the comic books and the cartoons and the movies are like batman's main superpower is the fact that he plans for everything and that he's rich mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah well i thought of that so i did this i had a contingency plan for this so i have this it's oh yeah like, no i mean money is definitely a huge yeah. player in, in the whole batman series he wouldn't be able to be batman without money yeah. no. he would just be some like that's actually one of the things i like about spider-man mm -hmm. is that um i guess peter parker does have superpowers yeah but um his foibles are definitely more about himself rather than being like he's poor but the but the fact that he doesn't have money isn't what holds him back in life and um actually if batman didn't have money uh -huh. he would probably be considered a supervillain right he would be well, a he costumed lunatic out right. on the street doing stuff. Doing stuff. Well, I mean, like, to his own agenda. There is a huge plot, you know, point in a lot of Batman story arcs about, like, him being this vigilante criminal. Sure, sure. You sure. know, and, like, do we love him or loathe him? Yeah, yeah. And then he does something to save the city, and then everybody loves him. Yeah. Right? It was one of the things I liked in the Batman Lego movie, uh -huh. was that that, ba that Batman lives this life of total self-indulgence. Yeah. And, like self-congratulations sure. as well okay. and then and then through a series of mishaps and whatnot he learns that he is truly lonely yeah and it's like the only thing you can't buy is what he really wants it's a like sled this that he had as a child no oh. love his dead parents back no oh, love okay. a new family one of the things there's a scene in that movie where he has microwaved some lobster thermidor and then he's sitting on a lego ski bike in the middle of this underground cavern on a lake uh -huh. eating his lobster thermidor on a fork and it's just him like sitting there and the, you can hear a drip and he's going crunch as he takes a bite and then crunch crunch mm -hmm. and it's 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 a it's a funny movie here's the thing here's the thing about batman though yeah uh for being the darkest loneliest uh, hero yeah he sure has like he's got 
Robin, he's got Nightwing, he's got Batgirl, he's got Bat-Hound, he's got Bat-Man. Wait, isn't Nightwing, isn't Nightwing just an older incarnation of Robert, Robin? Oh, no, 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 you've got, you've got Timothy Drake, who I think is the current Robin, you've got Jason Todd, who was the dead Robin, who got resurrected, then was Red Hood, and now he's Red Robin? I don't, I, I... I, I honestly am probably about five, six years behind on my Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I know that there's a lot of people <laughs> that Batman is, like, you know, affiliated with. He's got a huge, huge, huge family and, like, yeah. police commissioner court. Well, this is the whole thing about the Batman Lego the International movie. League of Batman? Which is a real thing. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds hilarious. about Byron Craft's book, Arkham Detective, or book story from Arkham Detective, The Devil Came to Arkham. The Devil Came to Arkham yeah. by Byron Craft. Yeah. You know, I met him at the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival. Me too. You met him several years before I did them. True. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're going to be talking, this is going to be part two of uh, us talking about Dunnage, not Dunnage War, uh, Arkham. 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 Yeah, Arkham Detective Collection. <laughs> Arkham. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, definitely check out uh, the link in the show notes to find out where Byron Craft's books are currently being sold. Okay. Yeah. The following is from Byron Crafts, The Devil Came to Arkham, part of the Arkham Detective Collection. Can anything good come from Arkham? Most doubted. Arkham, Massachusetts, in character, is neither virtuous nor depraved. It aspires to be Providence, but it comes closer to Salem when Corvus Astroth is added. It is the Arkham Psycho. It not only attracts the lowest of all things, living or dead, it is also a magnet for the strangest. Some cities grew while Arkham just festered. Maybe Arkham's aberrant culture was the ultimate power source for him. You know the saying, in the long run we're all dead. Well, when it comes to Corvus Astaroth, sometimes evil is hard to kill. I first met him when I was standing on the bottom step to Station 13, smoking my 15th Lucky of the day. I was thinking about this and that, just looking at the asphalt between me and my problems when he pulled up. There was this weird fella driving a beat-up Model T. The old Ford was bright red and looked like it painted with a wet mop. The driver was clean-shaven with bushy white eyebrows wearing a sailor straw hat. Who the hell wears a hat like that nowadays? I asked myself. The back seat of the Model T was piled with an array of heavily worn furniture with bulging canvas sacks. Black, long candelabras hung halfway out of the windows, strapped up to the top of the trunk, ominous-looking wood crates. 
For the brief instance, I thought I detected movement in one of the sacks. That is an excerpt of the Arkham. The devil came to Arkham from the Arkham Detective Collection. What can I say? Byron Craft. Very, very pulpy. Very kind of almost like Henry Kuttner, but a little bit more modern. No, no, no racial slurs or anything like that. <sighs> Byron Craft, uh, writer out of time and at times, uh, very modern, but also very pulpy. I highly recommend this book. Uh, the only really gripe with this that I have is I have to scan through the book to find uh, where the next chapter starts if I'm starting from scratch. It uh, doesn't really tell me where in the table of contents to start. To, to start. And on one side it says Byron Craft, and the other side says the Arkham Collective, a detective collection. But nothing tells me what story I'm on. And that's a major gripe for me. Other than that, the book is amazing. And next time we'll do a little excerpt from The Dunwich Dungeon. Alright. Thank you so much for listening to uh, me review books. Hey, I have a question for you, DB. Sure. What? Where does the name Arkham come from? Like... H.P. Lovecraft named this city or town Arkham, yeah. right? And then that's been used, and he's, like, the originator. But he wasn't, I mean, was like, he usually got stuff from somewhere else. Okay, so Old English. Yeah. If, if you think of New York as being Gotham, uh -huh. it's, it's the old-timey name for New York, like the Gotham City. Right, um, because it was dark and dirty. Do you know what Gotham means? Gothic? Goat City. Goth? means goat. Oh. It was, yeah. So, uh, Gotham City means goat city. Arkham, I don't know what Ark means. Um, but yeah, Isn't no. like architecture? Uh, I, 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 And ham means hamlet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, is there a place in England named Arkham? I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. We were reading the thing on the doorstep which is my first H.P. Lovecraft story. Um, and they said they were from Arkham, Massachusetts. I was like, oh, Arkham? Because, of course, I was familiar with it from Batman. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a, a way in. Although Arkham, Arkham Town, if you will, is really different from the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Duh. But um, it was really interesting to me. I especially like this, like, metaphor of the darkly muttering miskatonic and like miskatonic is a word that hp lovecraft made up right mm -hmm. it's supposed to sound like some of the native it, american names yeah, from the area to sound like the uh oh man i'm the i'm trying to remember the name of the uh river but it's supposed to sound like uh rivers in uh massachusetts massachusetts yeah yeah but Miskatonic University is based on Brown University? Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Arkham. Arkham. You still recording? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to cut this out. Some of it. Yeah. Well, um, some people think it might be 
the art for Arkham uh, is uh, Arcane as Hamlet. Uh, Arcane Hamlet. So probably Lovecraft was going through his like Latin dictionary and going like, really old town, storied, witch curse. There's like all sorts of legends about it. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, ar arcane. Pretty arcane. Ooh, arcane, but it's arc, it's a hamlet, so Arkham. Yeah. And then a word that's pretty hard to pronounce is born. Yep. And, Go HP uh, Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. Every day they die. <laughs> Occasionally. All right. No, okay. For reals now. Now we're going to talk about Byron Craft. Okay. Byron Craft. All right. We right now, you know, it's cold. It's it's the middle of January for you. Yeah. For us, it's it the is, beginning of January. It's the beginning of January. It's, it's the new year. Yeah. Magic of recording. Well, we haven't recorded in a while because we've been taking a hiatus. Yep, we've been taking a hiatus, and we hope you have been enjoying the short stories yes. of H.P. Lovecraft. Which is nice. It's a good uh, good grounding. Mm -hmm. I've been enjoying them. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the holidays, a really busy time. Yep, yep. And now we're done with that. And January is often a month that really drags for me. But then again, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for listening and getting our numbers up. Yes. And if you want to help the show, definitely subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere you listen to yes. us. Rate, review, give us a review, uh, four or five stars only. We've got a 3.5 on iTunes right now because some people thought we were, or thought I was rambling. Oh, well, you know, you should listen to some of the later stuff. It's yeah. a little tighter. Yeah, the, the, the old, old, old stuff is awful yeah it's not even available on well iTunes. and as it says on our website the best way to start to listen to this show is to start with the new stuff and listen to it backwards yeah. because then you get this amazing like pastiche of db spitzer becoming crazier and crazier a descent into <laughs> madness if you will Babe. so that is pretty awesome yep but listen podcasting art it's it's a process it is a process yeah. Especially if you're starting from zero, and yeah, I, uh, when I started this, I just had like uh, my <gasps> earphone mic and a crummy old laptop and a crazy idea and a crazy idea and an awesome name. I know, it's a really awesome name. Thank you, thank you. My yeah. parents gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? They were all like, you know, People's Guide to Cthulhu Mythos could be a great podcast, DB. Oh no. No. Anyway, uh. Thanks again for listening, everyone. <laughs> Join us next time we're, when we will be talking about Dunwich, or Dunwich, depending on uh, what side of the Atlantic you're from. Dunwich, Massachusetts. A Dunwich, Dunwich, and Dunwich. For Dunwich, Dunwich, and Dunwich, we'll be talking about Dunwich Dungeon. Ooh. Dunwich Township in Massachusetts, a fictional Ooh. town by H.P. Lovecraft, as, <laughs> as uh, Zach A. Ferguson refers to him. H. H. I wonder if he also says, I bet he says Z, too. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm sure he does. I love the way he talks. <laughs> Me, too. Uh, he was live on uh, Facebook today talking, and he had a cold, so he sounded he sounded pretty tough. Yeah. He, he sounded pretty tough, and he talked in a Cockney accent, so <laughs> he'd sound like Super Street. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, join us next time. Don't Remember to him. stay squiggly. Keep it weird. And uh, peace in the Middle East. Yeah. More in the central, central core. core. <laughs> and 
Um, that's that's pretty much it. Thank you again. PGPTCM is a member of the Dark Myths Collective. Check them out at darkmyths.org. And check out all the cool podcasts that they have. And remember, yeah, no, check us out at pgttcm.com and check out the RSS feed at pgttcm.podbean.com. And as always, we are brought to you by Found Item Clothing and bunnyslippers.com. Strap strap some bunny slippers to your feet or Cthulhu Mythos slippers to your feet. Cthulhu Mythos slippers? I thought they just sold Cthulhu slippers. Cthulhu slippers. Well, listen, once you get into Cthulhu, it's a whole thing. Okay. All right. You're telling me. (laughs) See you next time, everyone. Goodbye. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos is brought to you by BunnySlippers.com. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos is edited and produced by D.B. Spitzer. Voice talents, D.B. Spitzer and Seraphie. Part of the Dark Myths Collective. Check out Dark Myths at darkmyths.org. Thank you for listening, and remember to subscribe and tell your friends. Thank you. So it's nice to have get back in the recording saddle, oh, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a specially constructed recording saddle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little squirrely. That's all right. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm turning all red. Yeah. Oh, you can listen to me blush. Yeah. I know what the stinger <laughs> is now.